to the Guys From Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith. Today's first segment is a trailer react, because we love them and you love them. Woo! So, we've had a few different people ask us about our reactions to the Mummy trailer, so that's what we're going to do. Yep. First impressions? It's... I'm still confused as to what Universal is wanting to do with their monster properties. Because I know that they have been talking about rebooting all of them. Right. In some sort of universe where they all exist kind of at the same time. And Dracula... Kind of like an Avengers universe? Yes, exactly. And Dracula Untold was sort of supposed to start it, but it didn't do very well. So they're like, no, 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 we're going to start with The Mummy. Right. And so we got our first look at it, and now... I think it's confused a lot of people, especially on the internet, because most of them seem to think that this should be a remake of The Mummy, meaning Brendan Fraser's 1999 mo- movie, That's The Mummy, which 100% it's not. what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's not, and it's not that at all. Which I kind of guess makes sense, because that movie, that that kind of stood out on its own, and it was doing its own thing, but there were Mummy movies well before that came out. Many. Part of the horror trope, like one of the, like you had Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, The Mummy... The creature creature from the Black Lagoon. Those are probably your yeah. bride if you're going to tie that in with Frankenstein. Uh, sure, but, but like those are kind of the universal five. Yep. So, the, I mean, Abbott Costello did a movie with the mummy. Oh, yeah. Yep. So there, there were mummies well before that. I think it was just because everybody remembers those movies that th- that's what they were expecting. It is, and that's not what this is. So I'm not disappointed that it's not a remake because I didn't think... When I first saw it, I was like, Oh, dang, they're making a remake of that already? That's weird. But it's kind of a remake. Sort of. It's an action-adventure horror remake of, like, the 50s Mummy. Right. From what I can gather from this trailer and nothing else. Right. (laughs) Which would be why London's being destroyed, which would be why, like, if there wasn't a plane... I specifically think of the Hammer horror one more than I do the original. Okay. Because I've seen the Hammer one more for whatever reason. Sure. But essentially what happens is archaeologists bring a sarcophagus and a mummy to London. Mummy wakes up. Mummy wreaks havoc. Yeah. Usually steals a girl, walks into some sort of swamp. Right. And is stopped. Right. Probably by fire. Like, it's, that's the basic mummy trope. Sure. That's, I mean, even the Brendan Fraser one, that's essentially what happened. Pretty much. Yep. Although they don't... Because Emotep wants to resurrect his... Uh, the love of his life, which was the priestess. Yeah. Right? Cause, but he's got to reform his body first to then... And they don't bring the sarcophagus to London. It just follows them to London. Right. Because they open up the tomb still in Egypt. Yeah. But it still destroys London. Well, it tries to, I think. I seem to remember... That's the know. second one. I would... Not the first one. The right. first one, they're in Egypt the whole time. Are they? Yeah. Okay. It's been a while since I've seen them, but... As far as I remember. Maybe I'm wrong, too, but I'm pretty sure the uh, first one they're entirely in because they go back in to the temple, right? right? And then there's the, like, Berber guy at the end, and they're all in the desert. Right. So, yeah. Whatever. I mean, even still, but he still kind of... He kidnaps Rachel Weisz and tries to... Anyway. Yeah. This one, the mummy's female. That's an interesting spin on it. Yeah. I'm not opposed to that. I think it's kind of a cool idea, and I'm sure there were female mummies back then, too. Yeah. I, I really don't know a lot about Egyptian folklore, I guess. Fair fair enough. 
I don't know that it's folklore. Folklore or Egyptian history, I guess. There you there go. Because there are actually mummies. Sure. Not many of them come back from the dead and destroy places, but there are actual That's mummies. That's the folklore I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, she, so she'll be a royal, and like, doesn't Dr. Jekyll, getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but doesn't Dr. Jekyll mention princess? He might. I can't remember. Yeah. Regardless, she's a princess, because she would be royal to have a sarcophagus sure. like that. Yeah. So, here's here's the way... It looks okay to me. Right. When it first starts off, you you hit it right on the nose, because cause as you were clicking, because this movie, this trailer dropped about two days ago or something like that, as of our recording this. It dropped yesterday, yesterday as of our as recording, of our recording this. Because December has been tricksy for us, so we're recording a little bit earlier. Than we tend to, but... Yep. So, yeah, it dropped, it dropped yesterday. Yep. And I'd seen some people talk about it on on the Facebooks and social media, right? But I didn't know much about it. What? Isn't it like the Gmail? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. On my never mind. That's <laughs> that's a whole other tangent. It's unnecessary. So I, I had no idea whether this was a remake or not. So as you were about to hit go on the on the trailer, I said, "Is this a remake of the Brendan Fraser one?" And like the it's the the bass hit, then that like single piano note. And then it kind of lingers, and then it goes silent as we see all the guys in the plane, and you're like, you can tell it's not a comedy because there's no music. And it's like, exactly. As soon yep. as you get that first bass, and I was like, bing, nothing. and then nothing. And it's yep. just like, except for like the the sound of like the the pulsing blades that you know that is the, synonymous the memory with the memory of, of a helicopter. Yeah. And. So I was like, oh, this could be a little bit more freaky and, like, it could be really fun and, like, kind of horrific. Sort of, yeah. And, I mean, getting ahead to the end, at the end it just looks like yet another Tom Cruise movie where he's... Again, it's an action-adventure Sure. as opposed to a horror movie, and they're also probably trying for up here a 14A, but in the U.S. a PG-13, because they want this to be as viewable as possible to the largest movie base they can possibly get Right. to make sure that this is Universal's movie universe, because they have all of these great IP that they don't use anymore, right? Like, there's not a pile of Frankenstein movies coming. There are I, Frankenstein, but that's a graphic novel. Sure. Army of Frankensteins, well, that's a B-movie. Like, Universal hasn't done a Wolfman or a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde or any right. of that stuff in years. I mean, back in the, what, 30s, 40s, 50s, every other movie, it seemed, was one of those types of movies. There are a lot. And not that I'm opposed to that. It just seems like like that was all... It was... You could... I mean, you also had Bela Lugosi and... and Boris Karloff. Boris Karloff and Lon yep. Chaney and Lon Chaney Jr. doing all these all these characters, so you had those actors built in. Yep. And then Hammer had Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee. Sure. And, yep. Yeah, so you had all these guys who could do these parts, which is which makes perfect sense. And I'm like, I'm fine with it. It's just because the movie world has expanded so much and there's all kinds of different topics that you can cover. Right. We don't see them as much. So I guess there was a part of me that was just really hoping that it was going to be a straight-up horror. And I get yeah. why it's not like that. Your logic makes perfect sense. It's just like they want you actually hit the nail on the head already. They want their own Avengers and their Universal Studios Avengers is the five. It's their monsters. Sure. That's where their their pedigree is. So they want to use that. Yeah. 
when I saw that Russell Crowe was Dr. Jekyll, I was almost more excited about the fact that there's going to be a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde with Russell Crowe yeah. than I was about this movie. And if you don't do a little research or know someone who works at a horror thing, you wouldn't know it's Dr. Jekyll. You have to look it up because they never mention that he's Dr. Jekyll. No, the only reason, because we were going through the list of, of who is in it so we could broadcast it out to our loyal listeners and be yep. like, these are the people who are in it and director and writers. We tend to do with these movie reacts, yep. or the trailer reacts. And you're like, look at that. And you highlight it. It's like, what? Yeah. Because I just assumed he was some dude in the movie. I didn't realize that he was actually playing Henry Jekyll. Yeah. And that's how they're, so they're, because, and again, Dracula Untold doesn't really work because it was about Vlad the Impaler. Right. So it's hard to tie in a mummy or something like that. But if you bring the mummy back to London, it's so easy to be like, and here's Dr. Jekyll. Totally. So you can start doing that fusion of all of these properties. And so I I totally understand why they're doing it. I get it. (laughs) It just looked like... Recently, I saw a, a thing on YouTube, and it was clips of Tom Cruise running. <laughs> I've seen that. And it's amazing. It's literally just clips of him, like, with that, like, rigid sprint sprint that he does. Like this. Nobody runs like Tom Cruise. Nobody runs like Tom Cruise. And he runs in everything. So I expect at some point in this movie, he will be sprinting from something. You saw it in the trailer. He was running in that in the museum thing when all the glasses oh, yeah. were yeah, bursting and the, the wave of smoke. Yeah. And he's sprinting next to Jenna. So that was it, right? Yeah. So it's just like we go from what looks like a pretty cool concept to what looks like yet another, like, Tom Cruise is swimming and... Tom Cruise is doing cool actiony things as the he like pushes. I can only assume it's Jenna on the which she's going to be called from here on out. It's yeah. just the way it goes. Yeah, her character name is is Jenny something, but it was just Jenny on the. Oh, was it just on Jenny IMDb? on IMDb? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, well then that's clearly Jenna saying Jenna. Um, but I think it's her. He throws out of the way of the bus, and then he does like this weird rolly thing through. Like he goes through, I think, the windshield, and then kind of like rolls over top of the the seats. Like it looks really cool. Yeah. But it just looks like more of the same. It's a popcorn action movie. Totally. That looks like a popcorn action movie. Yeah. But the shots of the princess doesn't. No. And that's like, I mean, the movie was written by. We looked it up. Christopher McQuarrie and John Spites. We're not sure exactly how to pronounce it. S-P-A-I-H-T-S. Right. So uh, McQuarrie wrote Edge of Tomorrow, Jack Reacher, and Valkyrie. So he writes for Tom Cruise. I mean, he's written a bunch of other stuff, but those were three of the movies. So, like, he writes for Tom Cruise. And then John Spates wrote Prometheus and Doctor Strange and Passengers. So he kind of has, like... The science fiction-y side. Right. And the other guy has the Tom Cruise, like, he can write for Writes Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise action movies. So you put those together, it makes perfect sense why we have this movie. Yep. So I don't, I'm not disappointed, nor am I, do I expect that. Aren't you? You seem a little disappointed. I was, I think I was more, I'm disappointed that it, it turned into more of an action movie and less of a suspense movie. Okay, sure. That's the disappointment is, like... Brendan Fraser's was not... I mean, that was a whole different entity unto, unto itself. Popcorn movie. Exactly. Let's go. Old-fashioned serial, Indiana Jones modernized yeah. with some horror elements in it. That's yeah. basically what The Mummy is. It was great at it. Yeah. And then when we were watching the beginning, I was like, oh, man, that's kind of got some... 
some edge to when it. When they're and, in the plane and the, yeah. the noises and he's like thinking about it and it cuts to my favorite shot when they're pulling the sarcophagus up out of the crypt. Yeah. And you see that weird Voldemort face on the side. <laughs> totally. That's a great shot. And then you get the underneath shot with kind of the birds circling. Yeah. Almost like foreshadowing a couple scenes later. In the trailer. In the yep. trailer. Yeah. And then, so then you see the, then you, you, you hear kind of the, the rumble and like the drone and then he comes in and there's the, the pilots doing the Mayday Calling the calling well, there in the were, there were the or, thumps, right? Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody kind of looks towards the sarcophagus, and including Jenna, who is wearing Bose headphones. So clearly, she is not using those properly the because they are noise canceling yeah. headphones. Yeah. So she looks over, or maybe it's just that loud. Or Tom Cruise is no longer vibrating, and he's now perfectly skit still, and that's a problem. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have watched. You, I'll obviously. There's a trailer link in the show notes. I'm always doing that for Reacts now in case oh, you guys right. haven't seen it. Um, I'm assuming you've seen the Mummy trailer if you're listening to us talk about this. But watching the plane... If you have or if in, if you haven't, you should go back and watch this for Sean's point. Watching the plane, because the plane all vibrates at different frequencies, different severities, and at different times. And at one point, because I was pointing this out to Dave when we were, our, we were doing our notes... Between three different shots, one person wasn't vibrating at all. The next, the camera was vibrating, and yeah. the people weren't, and you could tell. Yeah. And then the next shot was, and Dave pointed this out, it looks like everything from Tom Cruise's neck down was vibrating <laughs> like crazy. And then it cuts to more, it cuts around a bit. Yeah. And then the crypt shot that we were talking about. Yeah. But when it comes back, it's like guy vibrating super, super hard and like the thumping noises. And then it cuts to Tom Cruise and he's not vibrating at all. They didn't move the camera. He's not moving. Nothing. It's just like, what is happening here? So clearly, Jenna sees that Tom Cruise is now holding himself perfectly still on a vibrating airplane that is being hit by birds. Yeah. Well, about to be hit by birds. I'm assuming that's what the little thumps were to start with. It was just the front of the flock. Oh, that could be, which is why they were in the Mayday, was because they're coming up on birds. And then, so they go and, running in, and, and then there's the, the Mayday, and it's just like, cloud of what birds. the hell? And yeah. then, like, the murder of crows. We yeah. assume it's a murder of crows. Yeah, it looks like it. They're black birds. Yeah, angry black birds. Yeah. So they're angry black crows. Sure. Uh, I was that you try can make, count? I don't like. I don't know where I was, you're going with that. I was trying that. to make a Black Crows reference and like talk to angels or hard to handle or whatever, but it was just maybe like, the I, pilot's name is Jones. There you go. Yeah, I I, I blanked on everything. It was just <laughs> like, well, there's no humor there. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> anyway, so they get they get hit by this swarm and then like. So which, is, that, which is actually really cool. It's really I cool. like and that then, shot where they're smashing through and like the pilots are just rocking as getting they're being hit taken by birds. Out and they go running to the to the the cargo bay or wherever they're sitting. Tom Cruise and Jenny. Yeah. yeah. And then like th- that next zero G, the stuff that they clearly shot in zero G or on one of those planes. Yeah, I'm sure it's on one of those planes. Probably, yeah. unless it's really good wire work, but or really good CG because they're hitting the ground pretty hard. Like there's some points where they're. Some of that is CG, but I wonder if they didn't do, like, the foreground and, like, the hero shots in one of the... Like, sure, the which would make perfect kind of sense ideas, to me. Or, or maybe just sped it up or did whatever they had to do to, to make it look like they're impacting harder. Whatever the right. case. That was really cool. Like, that was some really 
neat footage. Yeah, good camera work. Yeah, and then he gets Jenna in, like, what we figure is the only... This is the worst cargo plane ever, because it has one parachute. It's a military plane, because there's, like, MPs and, and Tom Cruise, and, like, definitely... It's not a civilian plane. No. It's like a Hercules. Like, it's... Yeah, and there's, what we can figure, one parachute. Unless, when it explosively decompressed for reasons, uh... The other, the guys that got sucked out, maybe they had parachutes on, or that wall is where the parachutes were. Could be. Regardless, she's the only one who gets a parachute, then gets free. Right. Because Tom Cruise sets her free. Yeah, even though she says no. Right. But, you know, he's, he's Tom being Cruise. noble. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's admirable. Yeah. There's one parachute, it's like, you give it to the woman. There you go. You know, it's like... And then you scream as hard as you can yeah. as you plummet in a plane. Yeah. Now, do you think they actually crashed a plane, or did they fake it? Because Tom Cruise is pretty specific on stunts. You mean crash a plane with him in it? Obviously, yeah. <laughs> well, when you think about it, like Rogue Nation, he's actually holding on to the side of a plane as it takes off. The knife fight in two, that's an actual knife that's three millimeters from Tom Cruise's eye. Really? He does, yes, he does all of this stuff to the T as much as he can. He's infamous for it. Crazy. Yeah, but he's really good at it. Sure. <laughs> so when you see stunts, Tom Cruise is doing those. And I know there are guys who do that. And like, that's, that's, yeah. that's cool, but like, to an extent. Yeah. He's climbing up a building. He's literally climbing up a building. Really? If you don't see wires, he's probably not actually wired because it's not real. Tom Cruise does stuff for real. Huh. Interesting. Does that make you like Tom Cruise just that little bit more? Well, I have nothing. The guy's a lunatic. A little bit. But, and I feel like a lot of his movies have kind of turned into the same old schlock. Like, it just... And I don't know this for real because I haven't really seen a lot of his stuff lately. But it just seems like all the trailers seem like it's very similar things. Like the... It's not as diverse as it used to be. That's true. But he's been making action movies for so long. Well, he's been making movies... I mean, he's been around since the early 80s. Yeah. So, I mean, he's had a 30-year movie career. At a certain point, you just don't have the... Like, I don't think he's a... He's not Jerry Maguire anymore. No. Right? Like, he's not cool enough to be Jerry Maguire, and he's not... He's almost too old to be that that character. And so, it, 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 this works. And I have it no... Yeah, yeah, like... I actually like the casting of him in this. Sure. If, if this is an action-adventure mummy, action-adventure horror mummy... Yeah. Okay, sure. Why not? Yeah. So, I mean, like, I... I wouldn't say I dislike Tom Cruise. He's just not my favorite. And it just seems like... I don't go out of my way to go see a lot of his more recent films because, A, they'll be on TV on the movie channel eventually. Yep. And a lot of them just seem like, you know, Jack Reacher and Jack Reacher 2 and The the Edge of Tomorrow. A lot of it is just kind of like... Edge of Tomorrow is really good. Is it? Way. Yeah. I've heard it's good. It is. Is that the one they changed the name of it? Yeah. Okay. Because it looks not bad. Like what? It, what Live, what is, die, repeat now. Right. Yeah. He's basically reliving the same day. Okay, that's what I thought. Like, the concept is cool, but it's like kind of... It's like a sci-fi action Groundhog Day, kind of. Okay. And a lot of his stuff is kind of sci-fi-y, action-y stuff. Yeah. Which is... Hey, man, if it's getting you paid, and people keep... And you keep drawing people into the movies, all the power to you. 
who am I to begrudge somebody for for getting paid? Anyway, and I for having a career this long, <laughs> precisely. You so know, he was I mean, looking great for a while there, but then he kind of pulled back and started doing the little things. Yeah, and I mean, like God love him for his role in, in Tropic Thunder and like yeah. Oh man, I mean, you look at uh, going off on a tangent. I just watched uh, rewatched. Oh yeah, because we've been so on topic for the last couple minutes. Well, I mean, close ish. Not as far off as I'm going right now, but I recently gotcha. like just this past weekend I. I watched some of Awakenings again with oh, okay. uh, uh, Robert De Niro and, and uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah. Like, that was a really good role for both of them. It was. And I mean, that was early 90s. I think it was around 92 or something like that. Somewhere around there. Um, and I mean, like, De Niro, like, he had done the Godfather movie. Did he two and, do two and three? Well, I don't remember if he's in three. Okay, but. I don't remember three very well it, sure. for reasons. Yeah. But, I mean, like, you look at what Robin Will- or, uh, Robert De Niro did, and then, like, as he kind of got into the late 90s, he kind of became a parody of himself. But, like, now he's sure. in, like... but And I, I like... I love Robert De Niro, don't get me wrong, but, like, he's doing Bad Grandpa, which is fine, or Bad Grandpa, or... Yeah, I think, I think it... Some movie where he plays kind of like a... Well, yeah, I'm trying to remember if Bad Grandpa's the weird the jackass wonder. Yeah, or it's if... I can't remember. Yeah, because there's like Bad Santa and Bad Grandpa. I don't know. There's a no, movie there was... where he plays a dirty grandpa. Maybe it's Dirty That's Grandpa. It. Yeah, I yeah. think he's Dirty Grandpa and, and Johnny Bad Knoxville Grandpa is... is Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, yeah. So Ugh. he plays Dirty Grandpa. I've, I've seen Bad Grandpa. It's surprisingly funny. But oh, okay. It was one of those. I think it was on Movie Channel or something, or like a dollar on on. Oh yeah, yeah. You're just like, what, all right, I yeah, got. I was a dollar and like we no should watch. It's like, all right, whatever. Um, so I mean, like, I love De Niro, but he's kind of become a caricature of himself. Yeah. Which, but he's also been around for forty five years or however long. Like, when did Mean Streets come out? Yeah, seventy. Something, 72, 73, something there. Maybe, ooh, it might be later. Okay. But yeah, but 70s. But he's been around for quite a while. So, I mean, oh, like, yeah. these careers, and if, at a certain point, there's just not as much, ca- that actor doesn't have as much cachet. Right. And if Tom Cruise can continue to have some cachet, even if it's in a more limited uh, genre of film, whatever. Yeah. I mean, he seems happy he's and he's... The weird thing is, like, there was a point, like, around the her- the whole, like... War of the Worlds stuff? Yeah, when he kind of became kind of a whack job, and, like, just like, whoa, what is happening to, to Tom Cruise? He's pulled that in, all of a sudden it's just like, oh, there's a new Tom Cruise movie coming out. Like, you don't hear about him until he releases a movie. Yeah, which is nice. Which is nice. So anyway, like, when I heard that he was doing this one, I was like, okay, whatever. And, I mean, like I said, I was hoping for more of a suspense horror, and it looks... It's not that. It's not that. But I'm not – it's still – it seems like a good way to kick off an Avengers-like series for Universal. Right. And I, I appreciate that. And if it means that this is the first one and there are more to come on top of this with monsters that I tend to prefer over the mummy. As long as this one does well enough, exactly. they will keep doing it. But I'm pretty sure they will have to continue at least a couple sure. to give it a shot, right? Yeah, I mean it's – it's hard to get a, a litmus, litmus test from one movie. You need 
a sa- like it, it's hard to get a good sample size because it's like that's maybe people aren't as keen on the mummy as they are on Dracula or yeah. Jekyll and Hyde. So although Dracula did not do well, so that's kind of the thing that if this one doesn't do well, but it, this looks like a big popcorn movie. It's sure. got people who have written good big popcorn movies. It's being directed by the producer of Transformers. Yeah, like yeah. Alex Kurtzman hasn't directed a whole lot, a little bit of TV and a, a project here and there, but he's been working on these big summer money-making he's movies. He's been around them. For he knows what sells. He's been a producer. He knows. Yeah. I don't think he would take a chance on this if he hasn't produced movies that have done well. So he knows the. Well, Universal knows. It's just like let's get somebody who can make big, fun yeah. popcorn movies that make money. They so, know the formula. Let's get them in on this. Yep. Yeah. So, I don't know. It looks it looks yeah. fun enough. It'll open in summer, so it'll be a summer release, and that's exactly what it is. It'll yeah. be a blockbuster, so it depends on what it's up against. Totally. So if something huge that we didn't expect, or did expect, if if they try and go against something like Guardians 2, they're screwed. Absolutely. But if they can find themselves a weekend that there's nothing else early enough in blockbuster season that they're not going to get buried, like a Ben-Hur or something like that, where it's too late, people are kind of tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it you get it fun. mid-June... Or just kind of right around the end of, uh, like, right after Independence Day when there's not a whole lot out. If there's not a whole lot out. Yeah. Then it could do okay. We're doing our movie preview in... The 13th of January, I think, is when Yeah, I think that's probably when it's come out. Your interview is the 6th, so that seven days after that would be the 13th. So that's... We may talk about this again. Maybe. Based on our conversation so far? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. I am interested to see how it turns out, but not sure. enough to be like, oh man, can't wait to see that. Buying my tickets tomorrow. Exactly. Eh, no. It's kind of exciting. Yeah. But we'll see. I wasn't I wasn't vibrating ah, ah. as much about this one as I was about Trainspotting 2 or some of the other ones that we've talked about or like earlier. even Passengers. Passengers, which... Or Arrival, from which I've heard everybody who's seen it thus far has really enjoyed it. Yeah. So there are movies that I'm more excited to see than I am about this one. It looks fun, and I feel like when it comes out on the movie network, I'll probably PBR it. And probably, or somebody's like, hey, do you want to go cheap this Tuesday? This might be one of those like, like, cheap Tuesday, let's grab dinner and a or beer. Or second run in, the, in yeah. the... Yeah, exactly. Let's grab dinner and a beer. Let's go see The Mummy. I We both had bad days at work. And it's just like, hey, when we're done the podcast, do you have anything to do? Do you want to just go see The Mummy? Yeah. That might it, happen. It does seem like the sort of movie where sound-wise and visually, it would probably be really good on a big screen. Yeah. I'm just not going to go out of my way and pay 17 18 bucks to go see this movie when there's other things that I might enjoy better. With moving seats? <laughs> you get to vibrate in the plane too, Dave. That would be... That exists. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it, it, I may see this one in the theater. I'm not. I wouldn't be stressed if I didn't. That you're right, though. This does feel like one that either Netflix or a movie network will just be like, okay, it's been six months, four months. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, uh, I will say the coolest shot for me because you were talking about your favorite shot is the the sarcophagus being lifted out of that crypt with the, yeah, the Voldemort with, face. Yep. my favorite shot was. When we Welcome see... to a new world of gods and monsters. That's like the the only voice, like you hear that voiceover of Russell Crowe. Yeah. And I was sitting there like, that sounds like Russell Crowe. And sure enough, it, it is. Um, but then there's that close-up of the sarcophagus, and then it crossfades into her face. I'm not 
something like that. I can't remember. He says it a few times. Uh, did you write it down? Yeah, I Isn't did. Isn't it Amanat? Amanat? Yeah, yeah, Amanat. Yeah. Um, so it's the crossfade from the sarcophagus to her eyes, and they like do that thing where they split. So it's like you go from regular eyes to there's like two irises and two pupils and both eye, you know, both eyeballs. Like, right. whoa, that's really cool. And like she kind of gets the markings on her face and everything as that happens. Like it was, it was a really neat shot. So there's some really interesting looking shots and some really interesting cinematography that comes out of this. So, yeah. you know, I'm not like, I'm not poo-pooing this. It's just, it's not. This seems like a solid meh from both of us where we're just like, yeah, it, it seems like it could be okay. First impressions. Meh. That's yeah. exactly what I wrote was, yeah, it could go either way for me. Yeah. It's so. not, I almost wonder, Dracula had the problem that it came out in non-blockbuster time, oh. but I wonder if this standing on its own because Deadpool proved that you don't need to like you can release something that does super well outside of the traditional Mm -hmm. blockbuster era I wonder if this might not be better off if it gets out of the way of DC and Marvel and anything we haven't done a preview yet so I haven't done a full look through of what's coming but like Wonder Woman's coming Guardians 2 we got a teaser this weekend as well like I wonder if it might not be better off if it can, or like I said earlier, if it can isolate itself a weekend where or, it's up against nothing or like a stupid bro comedy or something where it's just, it's the mummy and dirty dude grandpa my too. car too. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, I don't or, know if I'm prouder of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's at least a callback to earlier. So I'll take that. Sure. Yeah. Um, or try it around Halloween you know beginning of october because it's a mummy like it's not a horror so but it's i just i don't know if you wouldn't get crushed by actual horror movies at that point yeah that's fair i don't i don't don't know if something's coming this is why i'm not a film producer because uh, well that distributor uh, film producer doesn't have a say on when stuff comes out the distributor does well that's also why you're not a film producer (laughs) i think it should come out here and the distributor's just like and you're fired Yeah, I don't – also, I don't know anybody who can get me into that industry. So I'm like, well, that's <laughs> – but clearly, my resume does not stand for itself. <laughs> All right, our, the second half of this, because let's just stop there, <laughs> is brought to you by Gobblebane. Hey, Dave, when was the last time you were attacked by goblins coming to my place? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, that's all thanks to Gobblebane, available exclusively through Gill and More Associates. Refreshing anti-goblin sprays come in many dynamic scents, including Blood of the Fallen, Essence of Protection, and Rainforest Mist. Ooh. Gobblebane, banish those goblins today. And we're back. Troy's asked us about our second topic. He wants us to know what dormant video game series we'd like to see come back. I think this is this is raised off of the PSX 16 PlayStation Showcase, which I wrote about on the website, which right. you can check out in the gaming section. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, they Shuhei Yoshida came out and talked about they are bringing back remastered versions for now, but it's kind of testing the waters to see if Parappa the Rapper, uh, Loco Roco, and Patapon still have an audience enough to warrant producing a new game. Okay. so I know Parappa the Rapper. Yeah. What are the other two? Uh, Loco Roco is kind of a weird. I don't know how to describe Loco Roco to you easily. Okay. Patapon's a rhythm game. Oh, okay. Uh, it's like Pat a... upon. Yeah. But okay. It's all together. Pat upon. Okay. 
uh, you have tribesmen. It's like a strategy game slash tower defense slash rhythm game. So you have like soldiers in a really cool art style, and then you use rhythms to issue them orders. Oh, cool. So you basically are using a war drum. So you are like pon pon patapon. That's sure. something different than something else. So all of your buttons are different. Yeah, interesting. Okay. I really liked it. I had it on PSP. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, that makes sense. And yeah. I, I mean... Ratchet and Clank also just came back. I thought they did. I saw that with... as we were going through our lessons. Yeah. Like, I feel like I remember this having just come back. Yeah, it did. Earlier this year, they remastered and remade completely prettied up the first kind of game, but tweaked it some. So okay. it's, a, it's like a new first Ratchet and Clank. So it's like the same game, only just gussied up a little bit? Kind of? More than just gussied up. More like they rebuilt it, but it is essentially the first game. Like the same plot or whatever yeah, it is, but just yeah. way better. Like yes. graphically and, and... The story's a little bit better. Well, Ratchet and, and Clank came out on what? Like first PlayStation? PS1? Yeah. It's been out... It was out a long time ago. So like you think about even the graphics from a PS2 to a PS4, let alone a PS1. Like that's yeah. that's a long... That, that's a long span. Yeah. And while I wasn't completely... It hadn't been gone forever. Sure. Because there were random Ratchet and Clank games. Like yeah. I talked about PSP. My PSP came with a Ratchet and Clank game. Right. That was for PSP. So it's just like, yeah, okay, great. So it's not but, like it was a one and done. It was just they've taken that original one and kind of revitalized the franchise because cool. there's really nothing like it anymore. So that's also happened this year, but I'm sure that Troy's asking us because of PSX and Parappa the Rapper. That makes sense. Okay. We're not doing a list, per se. This is going to be more of a conversation because this yep. is the second half of a podcast. and Plus, it's Dave talking about video games. Yeah. So it's a lot easier if, if I can help. Totally. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's no denying it. This is more your expertise than mine. And Much. Our listeners know. And, yeah. And, and if this is your first time, now you know. Exactly. Because yeah. knowing is how you know stuff. <laughs> that is true. Yep. Can't argue with that. Tautology <laughs> win. Uh, I would like to talk about Bone Storm. Okay. But mostly because we haven't gotten a Simpsons reference in, so. <laughs> sure. It's essentially Mortal Kombat. It really is just Mortal Kombat. And, yeah. like, those games. Although there were tons of them. There was Killer Instinct and Primal Rage where you're being kaiju doing it. Oh, okay. Well, and Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And, like, they, they just had all kinds. And now, like, what's the, the one that you and I played with the DC characters? Oh, I like Injustice, Gods Among Us. Yeah. yeah, that one's pretty fun. Like, so they're... The new one comes out next year. Does it? Yeah. I'm excited. Sure. They're fun games. I, they, they were never really my, my bread and butter. I just... No, Injustice is literally the only one I've ever been looking forward to releasing. Right. Because the second one has more characters in it. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Did you... You didn't pay full price for the first one, did I you? I paid nothing for it. It okay. was a free game of the month. That's what and I that, thought. Which worked perfectly in yeah. that free game of the month thing where it's like, wow, I really like this. Yeah, I'll keep an eye out for the sequel. Sure. So that really helped them sell that second one. Because it's like, yeah. here you go. And it's like, dang, I really... Because like, you admittedly don't care for those... I don't care for fighting games. Fighting games. And I like I would play Mortal Kombat with my friends... Yeah. When I go to their place and we play Sega, but it was not like I I played Scorpion because I knew how to do the 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 thing where he'd throw his tail and drag the person. That was the only move oh, I could okay. figure out. Yeah, and so like unless I could do that, I really didn't care to play Mortal Kombat. So those games 
but I had a lot of fun playing Injustice with you. Yeah. Injustice? Yeah, it's Injustice. Um, and even though, like, because I had played it so much, you came over to play it oh, right in the throttled. middle when I was doing my work on leveling up my player profile. Yeah. But even then, it didn't really matter, because sometimes it's just like, oh, this is a mismatch in Dave's favor. It's going to be really, really close. And I, I beat you once. You definitely did. Catwoman. Yeah. But every time, like, there were some times where I'd be really fast and you'd be a slow character. I think there were some times where you just like, I don't know who I'm playing. You know, I mean, this is a podcast. It's not video. So I was just <laughs> pretending to, like, match the button so that it would be, like, you would randomly pick a person. We'd turn our head to the side so we couldn't see who it was. And it's like, I yep. am Joker. Yep. And sometimes it would work out really well. And it was really close as to who would win. And and then other times it would it would randomly give me one of the three characters I specialized in. It's just like, oh, this oh, is... Oh, you're screwed. This is going to be fast. Yeah. It's like, oh, crap. Sean got Aquaman. <laughs> it's over <laughs> already. But I didn't care because it was fun enough. Yeah. But those aren't the sort of games, like... If if I never played Mortal Kombat again, I wouldn't be heartbroken. Yeah, I'm. If it shows up super super cheap, but the full version where I can get Freddy and Jason and the Xenomorph because they put horror icons into the last oh, one. Oh, interesting. I might give it a shot. It's sure. also made by the same people who make Injustice. Okay. The thing is, is I've never cared about fatalities and all right. of that stuff. Whereas Injustice has the crazy super moves where. Like, yeah, okay, you've got about a 45-second wait, Dave, because you just threw my character through the moon. <laughs> yeah. So. And maybe the new one will do something like that. Like, not to the exact same extent, but I think that's one of the reasons why I liked it is because it's, there was more room to maneuver and more cool things that happen with these, with with, the, with Injustice. And, like, yeah. I could figure out, like, I would just, I would, I mean, I would button mash and all of a sudden I'd be like, whoa, yeah. that was cool. But you would kind of show me various ways on how to, like, get them to do their super move and everything. Yeah. Like, you kind of gave me those those little tricks. I think the problem when I was growing up was my friends would never tell me that. It would just be like, hey, it's you versus me. I was like, well, I'm screwed. See, that doesn't sound fun. No, Whereas for me, it's fun. like, hey, Dave, here's your move list. Yeah. Here's the ones to focus on to start. And then when you start button mashing, this is, like, you're going to want to start trying to mix in the analog stick and buttons. Because mm-hmm. then you'll do stuff. Mm-hmm. Which worked out pretty well. And then you get to shoot the guy through the moon, like pound him through the the floor, or like or hit you with the Batmobile. Exactly, like, like there were. Yeah, it was more than just thirty-two bit graphics in a very confined space. Well, exactly. The I still remember the first time I threw, like I punched you through the wall, and it did like the camera shifted because they have stage transitions. Yeah. So it's like I punched you through a wall. You're like what? And then you just start like slamming through columns and stuff. It's like yeah, this is gonna take a minute. Yeah. So then you just sit back and enjoy it, and your rem- your controller's vibrating. It's like this is crazy. Yeah. So it was fun. It's just it, that was never. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Outside of Injustice, I don't care one lick for fighting games. Yeah, so but... none of those are on my list. I do like how we've talked for eight minutes and haven't actually got to our list because of one Storm. Simpsons reference. Yeah. <laughs> the second one has, I, this won't mean much to you, but the second one has Atrocitus and Dexter. Dexter is a cat with uh, who has essentially, what's the best way to describe this to you? The cat is so full of rage that it vomits napalm. Wow! I am so excited to have Dexter in the next one. 
It's a green lan. It's a they're red lanterns, which is oh, Red yeah, yeah. lantern. Right. So Atrocitus's cat is Dexstar. Amazing. And I'm really excited for that. I can't wait to come play that game <laughs> yeah. and get my ass kicked. But then you'll have that one time where it's like Wonder Woman versus Solomon Grundy, and it'll just work. Totally. Yeah. Okay. So what's? I mean, you're the you're the gamer guy. Like, I've got a bunch on my list, but a few right? like there's sports and first person shooters, and that's basically the end. Well, the you're example. on Xbox. You desperately miss being able to get baseball stuff and because Sony owns the exclusive MLB rights. That was one of the ones. Like, it's the last one on my list, but it was the first one I thought of was the the two K series for baseball. Yeah. Um. I went into, I think I mentioned this re- in previous podcasts, but I went into EB Games looking for, for games. And, like, I asked them, I was like, I'm looking for a baseball game. They said, they're basically collector's editions now on the Xbox. So anytime we have them, they're gone like that. Yep. And that makes me so sad because I can't afford an, a PlayStation at this point. So I'm playing the Xbox that I was given. Right. And it's a 360 and as well. It's a 360. So I mean, I can get a bunch of cheap games. Yeah, like I've totally. asked I've, for Christmas, we're doing a, a family thing, so it's like I draw one person's name from my immediate family to like so, a secret Santa, basically. It's not, except it's not secret. It's just like instead of no, buying but, gifts for everybody, yeah, I'm buying a hundred dollars maximum for my sister, and my brother-in-law is buying a hundred dollars maximum for me. So he's cool. like, I need some, some. It's just gonna make the, take the burden off Christmas, and it's yep. gonna be. Because, I mean, my parents were tired. My sister and my brother-in-law aren't working a ton right now. And it's just like, this is... No, this just, works. Like, take the pressure off. So yeah. I texted my brother-in-law. I was like, wireless speakers for my iPod and first-person shooters for Xbox 360. Which he could get four or five of them for 50 bucks. Oh, easy. Because... Yeah. It's the Xbox 360. It's the Xbox 360. It's four years back? Something Three years like back? That. Yeah. 2013, so it's 2016. Yeah, three years back. Three years back. So, I mean, like, there are still... And, you know, like I said, I'm playing Far Cry 3, and I'm still loving it. It's yeah. not like... I mean, I don't care if it's one version back. I'm just happy to have something to, to If you're enjoying yourself, with. it doesn't matter. Exactly. So, if I can get some of those, but, like, if he could find me a baseball game, I would, like, pay $100 for that, and I'll be fine. Because <laughs> I, I miss having a baseball game. And once I can afford a PlayStation, like, oh, I just saw... On on the TSN website on on Bar Down, they mm-hmm. they were showing like MLB uh, the show for seventeen. Oh, the show seventeen with Griffey. Yeah. Oh god, it's got like the retro. So it you has can retro play. mode. Oh yes. my god, they it added that this so year. So good. <laughs> it looks so fun. They had like a three or four minute trailer at PSX. They showed okay. a whole bunch of it, and okay. that's where we found out about retro mode. It's just like, oh yeah. yeah. And so I saw that. I was like, <laughs> I want to play. And so. I miss having a baseball game. I don't yeah. play a lot of sports games. The other sports game on here for me is uh, NBA Jam. Yeah. And the last one came out in 2011, and I know does so... But it, even then, it was mostly a re... Just a re-skinning with the new athletes. Sure. Right? Like, I played it on my iPhone right. at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So did I. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, because I let everybody know that there's an NBA Jam that worked pretty darn well on iPhone. Right, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that was fun, and I, I appreciated that. And I, I just, I don't know if there's, that one's kind of lower on my list if I had must-haves on right. on what I'd like to see released. But it, it's one of the, I don't watch a lot of basketball. I love playing one-on-one or two-on-two basketball. Right, but NBA Jam is. But NBA Jam is classic. Yeah, it's an arcade game. It's yeah. fun. 
Yeah, and maybe that, I think that's one of the reasons why I liked it. Like it was the same with NFL Blitz because it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't realistic. Not at all. But it was still fun, and like you could play, and it was a good way to kill a couple hours, and yeah, kind of muck around with your friends, and that's know. exactly what we did. Yeah, because you're way better at defense than I am, and I was oh, pretty yeah. much better than you at offense. <laughs> so just like between us, we were a great <laughs> NFL bit blitz player. <laughs> Yeah, it was really fun. So those are like the two sports ones on my list. So, okay. like, yeah, MLB, that is without question the number one on my list because I just – man, I miss playing baseball games. And I just don't care enough. Yeah. Like I like baseball, but I don't love baseball. Yeah, base wars aside. Sure. Because that robot baseball NES game. Oh, my oh. God. That was the best. Yes, it was. I think I, 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 for years I had the emulator of Base Wars on my computer just because I was like, I can't get you, enough Base you need Wars. To. Yeah. 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 The contested call. Well, I have a laser sword. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I understand that you aren't as passionate about it, but I mean. Well, that, in my saying that, it's like, I'm not going to go out and get the show 17 and be like, Dave, come over and we'll play this sure. all day. Yeah. Because I, eh. Yeah. Whereas before, when, when I was living with Brent and Neil, that was the only, literally the only game I would play on the Xbox was MLB 2K12. Right. Because I could play, I can't remember, it was like be a player mode, whatever they called yeah. their version of it was. and like My career or My whatever. career or whatever, yeah. and I loved doing that. And, you know, the odd time, we uh, Neil and I would be like, okay, you're home, I'm home. Let's play. Let's play an actual game against each other. And like when you were playing with your roommates, it was really fun. Like, yeah, that was the best part about the baseball game is that I could play with roommates, but I could also play so- like by myself. Right. Is Scout good at it? Or ah, she's a button masher too. Uh, that does not work on baseball it games. It really doesn't because no. you're just you're swinging right away. Yeah, and it's exactly. Like, well, that's... well, that's just strikeouts all the time. Yeah. I'm just pitching to shutouts all the time. Yeah, which makes it way not, too easy. That's yeah. just not worth it. Yeah. What about you? Okay, so yeah. I've talked about a couple. Uh, first things first, let's talk about the fact that I only ever got one Tokyo Jungle, and I want more Tokyo oh Jungle because Tokyo Jungle's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised that there was only the one. I'm not either at all. But it was ridiculous. But I love that game. Yeah. I want more. <laughs> Who made that game? Do you remember? Oh, it was like a Studio Japan or yeah, something okay. like that. It was just a little $20 game, too. Did you buy it for 20 bucks? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I bought it. <laughs> it's a game where you're just playing as an animal trying to survive as long as you can. It was... And unlock stuff. Spoilers, I guess, to Tokyo Jungle. Eventually, cavemen show up. Like, eventually, people start showing up. Really? Yeah. I never made it that far. No, no, you did not. You have to go through like a hundred years of survival. Good like it's a bunch Lord. of generations. Yeah, because well, you play and you would play as various. Oh yeah, animals, just right? a like, bunch of different animals running around an abandoned Tokyo. It was amazing. Best was the Pomeranians. Yeah, Pomeranians I mean, were it, pretty it, great. It wasn't the best, but it was kind of like the the most absurd. Just like this pack of Pomeranians, and like because you would regenerate, right? And like you would you would you would find a mate, right? Mate, and then the next generation would take over right. and you would have a set like however many you had and it was based on the viability of your you and your mate right. so like the best one maybe you'd get six puppies and then right. you have six playable and then so the the head of the litter is the leader right. and then the rest are like if you lose the if 
your head of the litter Pomeranian was eaten by a Velociraptor, which totally happens later in the game, you then take over as the second the, one. The beta. Trying to survive. Yeah, okay, the, I The beta right. all the way down to the runt, and if you lose them all, you're done. Interesting. I can't remember what I played as. It was it was crazy. It was yeah. like such an absurd concept for a game, Yeah. but really fun. Loved it so much. Yeah, I remember it came over. Because you texted me about it. I was like, yep. what? Yeah. That that sounds Describing like the... it doesn't sound fun. No. That was PS3, right? Yeah, it was yeah. PS3. And I'm sure even in our description, it's just like people are sitting there going, you guys are dumb. Yeah. But it was really fun. It was so fun. It was so crazy. You had to wander around. You had to solve things like, oh, you need to be able to eat. Well, you've eaten out the food in Shibuya Station, so you have to go somewhere else. But if you go somewhere else, there could be poisonous clouds. Right, right. giant predators. Like, every once in a while, it's just like, well, there's a crocodile over there. Oh, yeah. And we are Pomeranians. <laughs> so... <laughs> We're screwed! Yep. Or you had to sneak past them. Yeah. And, yeah, no. Tokyo oh, Jungle. Man. Yeah. Okay. That one, I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up. Because, yeah, like you said, it was only the one. Yep. And that's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine maybe it didn't sell very well. I don't know. Shocking, that. But I wish they would make another one. <laughs> Tokyo Jungle 2. Just a bigger Tokyo, more sure. animals. That's yeah. all I need. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Same concept, just bigger map and yeah. different animals that you can or play with. pick a different city. I don't sure. care. New York jungle. Yeah. Yeah. You could do a jungle for every city in the world. Exactly. Vancouver jungle. Winnipeg jungle. <laughs> that would be probably pretty... Although, you'd have to deal with cold. Totally. So then it's like, do you go underground? Yeah, right? Which you could in Tokyo jungle. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't realize that it's been almost 10 years since there was a rock band that came out. Other oh. than the one that came out this year? Is there? Yeah. Never mind. There was mind. a new rock band. Oh, because on, on the Wikipedia that I looked up, it doesn't didn't say another rock band. Never oh, mind. Oh, yeah. No, remember we talked about... Did we? We did. I, I don't... I even showed you, like, here's the song list for the new Guitar Hero, but there's also a rock band. Huh. They just didn't do very well. They kinda, Is that they, right? They disappeared. Well, I think... I think their time is done. And that's what I was wondering, because they're, like, rock band and... And Guitar Hero from about 2006 to about 2010. They were mm-hmm. huge. They were, yeah. And they were, like, I, I found them really fun. I love the concept. And I, I was thinking about this the other day. I think I was working and I was listening to Pearl Jam. Shocking, I know. But Ooh. I know. But I was wondering, it's like, it would be fun. Because there were, I know Alive was on one of the rock bands. And I just felt like, I know they had a Beatles rock band and... And I yep. can't remember, like, a few different niche bands. It was like, you don't want to oversaturate the market, but as a Pearl Jam fan, to me it would have been really fun to have an entire Pearl Jam rock band, so that way I could do, not their entire catalog maybe, but a, a bunch of their songs of instead of just... the most just, popular stuff, because sure. again, it's a rock band. But, but instead of just Alive, I could have done Alive and Jeremy and Evenflo and Black and, and Daughter and Better Man, like, all these songs, which would have been really fun. So I was, And then... I was just looking up, kind of going, I don't know if they, if they, because the one that I looked up said it was, the last one that was released was 2008, and that seemed Which is, weird to me. Maybe they only, did they not put it out? It's possible after Guitar Hero flopped. I, th- I thought there was another rock band, but I might be wrong. But like, 
you can see there's there's Rock Band 2 and the Beatles Rock Band and Lego Rock Band and Green Day Rock Band and Rock Band 3 and Rock Band 4. Like, they had a bunch that came out. So, yeah. I don't know. Click on Rock Band 4. Ah, 2015. So, okay, so yeah. I Rock was Band right. 1, that's why it said, so it only came out in 2008. So, yes. I just assumed that on that Wikipedia page, it would have all the rock bands. And it not didn't that show rock all the band. dates. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so that then disregard. But... It did not do well, I don't believe. That's why I was talking... I mean, I wouldn't have brought it up had I known... Like, had I remembered that this rock band actually existed. Yeah. Like, it's... That was a huge part of video gaming. And, like, the best part about it was, like, you could make it social. Yeah, Like, we would go to the bar right by my sister's place and then walk home and play rock band for a couple hours. And, you know, people would come over and it's like, we're going to have a rock band party. And that's just kind of petered away. Which is disappointing, but... But at the same time, at a certain point, you want to have all of that stuff to play one game. Because you need the guitar and, and the, the drums, drums and, the, and the other guitar and the microphone. and So it's just, it was a bunch of peripherals on top of a game that was, it was fun, you're right. The social experience of a rock band party, or even Guitar Hero. Sure. Just hanging out and sitting together and just like handing the guitar around and mm-hmm. playing John the Fisherman and mm-hmm. whatever. Just being like, yeah, it was a good time. I think the best part about that was, the best part about those games for me... I mean, I knew a lot of the songs, but I had never heard John the Fisherman until we played, until I, it was on Guitar Hero. Oh, cool. And, like, um, Joker and the Thief by Wolfmother, I think, was on, on one of those. And, I believe it was, yeah. And, like, those game, those, I mean, there were some songs that I had heard. Like, there's, a, I can't remember which Allman Brothers one it was, Jessica, maybe. Um, but I know that, that Allman Brothers song, but a lot of people probably didn't because they're like, everybody knows... Um, like uh, uh, Ramblin' Man, if they're gonna, sure, you yeah, know, pro- or Whipping Post maybe, but they're not gonna necessarily know some of the the less known Almond Brothers songs. So there's a lot of stuff where like you got introduced to these songs, and then you hear on the radio, it's like, oh damn, I know this because of Guitar Hero Rock Band. Exactly. So that's really fun. So I appreciated it from that sense. It's just you know sometimes these games kind of. I think it just. I wonder if it didn't run its course. Sure. It just because there was one in Rock Band Four in 2015 and. It just pss, like a weekend, maybe yeah. a week, and then yeah, that's it. So yeah, that's that's guitar interesting. Hero kind of the same way. Cause yeah, that they, they came out with the new guitar. I remember I showed you the the video of it because they it was uh, no longer five yeah. buttons; it was six, but they're up and down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that. It's three and three on top of each other, so you kind of it obviously still wasn't teaching you chords like Rocksmith, but you did have to move more like you were playing a guitar. Yeah. To get your hands up and down in order to do it, which makes sense. So, yeah, yeah. okay, that's, uh, I forgot all about that. That's but okay. But it's just, that's a testament to how poorly they did, I think. <laughs> yeah, if you, somebody who really liked rock band, didn't even know that there was another rock band. Totally. That's probably a problem. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's the issue. Again, like, it made no difference to me because I'm not, I don't have anything that would have been able to play them, but. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Remember Turok? Yes. It was a it was in arcades a lot. Yes. But you could also play it I think PS one. Maybe okay. I think there was on PS two as well. T U R O C? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Guns I, of Dinosaurs. That was it. It was dinosaur hunting. Run around fighting dinosaurs with guns. That was all it like it's Turok Dinosaur Hunter. That okay. like it's Right, okay. 
it's silly, it's fun, but that's all I want sometimes, It's silly fun. Right? So why can't we have a, could we get a, I was going to say a gritty reboot, because that's what modern stuff is, but no, could we get a weird high definition reboot of Turok? That would be great. I, I don't see a problem with that. <laughs> Dave concurs. Yes. <laughs> I was like, how do I how do I answer this? I can't say yes because I'm not a video game producer, but as we have already established on this podcast, I don't know the right people. That's or distributor. Or distributors, yeah. But I think that's, I mean, th- that was such a, a, a fun, yeah, like, I don't think I ever played, but I remembered seeing it in, in arcades, and, like, yeah. I don't think I knew I had any friends who had it, but, like, I remember seeing that name. I was like, what is that? It's dinosaur hunting. That sounds, Guns and dinosaurs. Imagine, like a first-person dinosaur hunter game. That would be so fun, wouldn't it? Like you just came off playing Far Cry Primal, and yep. I just finished—I'm just about finished Far Cry Three. Cool. And like, there are some points. Like I, I'm on the second island, and I don't—I'm not overly concerned about doing all the path of the hunters or the the hunters quests or whatever. Sure. But there's sometimes where it's just like. Oh, there's a bunch of Komodo dragons. I'm going to shoot the crap out of them. Yeah. And sometimes hunting those creatures is really fun. And I don't feel bad because it's a CG bear. If I kill it, it's not really that big a deal. Yeah. If I make a tiger, cha- if a tiger's chasing me and I set a mine as I'm running and it curse blows, I'm okay You're with fine. that. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm not lit- literally killing a tiger. Right. So it would be really fun to have a game where you have to be like stealthy and like come up and like try and kill dinosaurs and. Yeah. yeah, that does sound fun. <laughs> Turok. Do you know who made it? I don't know. Okay, I didn't go that far in depth into my looking stuff up. Uh, and I, I thought maybe you just knew offhand. Like no, I mean at the time it was like Konami maybe because they made everything. But they had it at one point. Yeah. Now they make pachinko machines and stuff. Weird. Yeah. Um. We've been already talking for a long time because video games. Yeah. I mean, we spent eight minutes talking about... Injustice. Injustice, but... <laughs> a lot of mine, I've... Because I've been playing a lot of first-person shooters, there's right. been, there's a few, like... There's a bunch of Medal of Honors, and there might be more coming up. I mean, the last one was was released in 2012. Yeah. I don't know that they're continuing. But at the same time, there's been so many that maybe they just ran out of things to to do, but I just like the uh, the concept of a World War II game versus, like, modern war well, games. I think Medal of, the last Medal of Honor was modern. Um, oh. oh, weird. Okay. The thing is, is they kind of got crushed Oh, really? Battlefield and Call of Duty. Oh, so that makes I sense. don't know if they would come back, because it's a very... First-person shooters is not hurting for franchises. Sure. COD just came out. Battlefield 1... We got the World War One Battlefield game that just came out. Oh, yeah. Uh, Titanfall is a one where you can also have giant mechs. Like, there's there's a lot of first-person shooters you're playing. Far Cry. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's Far the thing, Cry. right? Like, and that's why I was fairly nondescript when I asked Cam for first-person shooter games, because I was like, yeah, there's a lot out there. I hope you get Wolfenstein myself. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Right. Wolfenstein's pretty great. One that's like I said, don't get me Doom or uh, 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 Halo because I have Halo, I have Far Cry Three, and I have Assassin's Creed, which isn't a first-person shooter. But you basically, you're like, here's what I have. Here are the games that I have that I'm playing. Don't get me those. Get me anything else, and I'll be happy. Yeah. Because like 
but I can be nondescript because if he gets me any Call of Duty, I'll be fine. If he gets me, yeah, uh, what's Black the, Ops would be probably Black Ops alley. would be great. Yeah, what's the the one that takes place post like nuclear Fallout? Fallout? Yeah, yeah, like get me Fallout. Like, any of those would probably be great. I'd be fine with them. It's just yeah. Fallout's sort of a first person shooter. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't really. It's care. like a sixty hour RPG, is what I mean. Oh, yeah. Well, whatever. Which I has don't. shooting in it. Yeah. So I just like to be able to shoot things. Yep. That's kind of like... the I, In Far Cry 3, I just liberated my last outpost. I'm like, oh. It is kind of sad, isn't yeah. it? When you finish the last thing, you're like, oh, guess I'll go do something else. Guess I'll just do all the missions now. <sighs> Which is great, because, I mean, I'm going to have to storm a compound soon. Yep. And that's going to be crazy. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, but, it will be. Because I just blew up the, the satellite dish, so oh, I had to storm yeah. the bunker, and like, yep. I feel like it's imminent, and I'm just like, oh, God. But I've been trying to nurse it because I'm I'm really enjoying it, so I'm trying to milk this as long as I can. That's the sad thing about stuff like Far Cry. Like I like I said in the backlogging article I put up on the website plug, yeah. I platinumed it, which is, so I've done everything possible. Yeah. And when that popped, I was just like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm done this. I, Nothing else I can... I guess I could wander around and just... Kill animals. Hunt things, yeah. but there's no but you can't point. Even, like, like I, it, I can't even engage with pirates anymore because there's no... like All the outposts are, are liberated, which means that it's not enemy territory anymore. So it's just yep. like... Yesterday I shot one of the Raki at because I was hoping he'd engage me so that I could at least fire at somebody. I was just like, nah. All right, I guess I'll finish the missions and then just start playing Halo. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, I'll just go to a different game, but that's yeah. Far I just like, like that though, because yeah. it's it is such a fun game. The beauty is, give it a couple months, and I'll be like, damn, I'm gonna play Far Cry again. Yeah, because it's got replay value. Oh, it definitely does. Because so. you can just redo stuff in different ways. Exactly. Or I spent a like... lot of time. Like I was telling you once off when we weren't recording, I spent a lot of time. Like now that I've got my. I wanted to double check. Far Cry 4, the one in the Himalayas, is on Xbox 360. Yes! All right, I will text cam that. Uh, <laughs> I will... I, I stormed a bunch of outposts, and once I got my sniper rifle, I spent a lot of time just picking the guys off with the sniper. So I got yep. complacent and lazy, and I was just like, well, I can shoot them with the sniper rifle, so I'm gonna... But now it's like, maybe I need to go back to basics and just try and liberate all the outposts with just a knife. Sure. Or, like, find other ways to do it, or, like, a, a silenced pistol, or just, like, make yeah. it harder on myself. Now that I've done it once, I think that's just what you got to do. Yeah. So, anyway. Tying into first-person shooters, I'd like it if Resistance came back. It's never going to happen, I don't think, but Resistance is a PlayStation 3 exclusive. Or okay. Three. Yeah, all of them were on three. Okay. Uh, I seem to remember you talking about this one. Yeah. It's about aliens invade in the 30s in Russia. There's no World War II. Instead, the aliens from Russia, called the Chimera, sweep across Europe from... I don't know how I can talk about this without spoiling it, but again, they're, they're so old, I don't feel too bad right. about it. You never see the aliens in any of the three games. They use, essentially, they genetically modify people, so you're fighting people who have been turned into the Chimeran soldiers. Cool! So you never actually see them. And it's just a really dark, sad, we lose kind of first-person shooter, where it's like, yeah, there's a small victory, but they just invaded the U.S., so... Whoa. Crap. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, 
Really, really good series. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Stopped after the third one. I don't think the third one sold very well. Oh, okay. Uh, and then there's some weirdness, obviously, because it happens. So I don't think I'll ever get to see another one, but oh, it was a really a fun first-person shooter. Yeah. That's a bummer. Sometimes there are these games where they have a really good run, and then it's just like, and we're done. And you're yeah. like, oh. Uncharted's done. Is it? Yeah. Four was the last of Drake's stories. So hmm. that I am not talking about more than that. Because right. that came out in March. So Sure. But that's the end of it. Hey, that's the last one. Yeah. They're doing like a prequel standalone DLC thing early okay. next year. Um, last of Us 2 is coming, though, so I'm fine. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Is there any yeah. other burning ones? I mean, the only other one I had, like, I'd like to see... I loved GoldenEye, so maybe another James Bond, but... Well, they keep doing them, but they're never quite the same. No, exactly. And then, like, I've got Sonic the Hedgehog, but that's just because I really like Sonic the, he- Sonic the Hedgehog. And that That's more dormant because they kept releasing crap. Well, exactly. Because there was a bad Sonic game last year. Was there? Yeah. Oh, damn it. See, it's kind of like is... Rock Band, where it's yeah. just like, you never heard about it as a fan of Sonic, but yeah. you never heard about it because it wasn't good. Yeah. And I just keep thinking about, like, the original one and how much I loved it. And it's like, well... Right. Yeah. Interesting. Me-wise, Silent Hill. Sure. I know how much you... Which was supposed to happen. Oh, really? And it got cancelled. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was gonna... Starring Norman Reedus, written and worked on by Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima. We've talked about this before. Yeah, I was like, this all sounds really familiar. Yeah, because... And it never happened? No, they cancelled it, because Kojima got in a fight with Konami... The country or the company that is now making mostly pachinko machines, so they got rid of Kojima, so they canceled Silent Hill because they own Silent Hill IP. But now we're getting Death Stranding. Huh. Remember that weird one where I'm like, there's Norman Reedus with the weird invisible yeah. oil. Oh, baby. I remember. Yeah, and like have, all of Seafoam. Have you seen the second trailer yet? No. We'll watch that when we're done. Okay. Because it's cool. I'm just going to tell you guys right now, I probably loved it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah Dave was very impressed, especially by the cameos. Great. Primal, one of my favorite games on PS2, yeah. one game only. I've talked about it before. I'll probably end up talking about it again. But essentially, you're a woman who is embodied by four different demons in four different worlds. So it's a it's kind of Tomb Raider-y, but darker and way more fun. A Bard's Tale. Okay. Carrie Elwes was played a bard, and it was a really funny kind of Diablo-esque. You've played Diablo 3 with me yep. a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of a Diablo-esque game, but it's like a satire of those games where you play a bard. <laughs> yep. Then it's Star Wars stuff. I'd love to see more Dark Forces. Sure. I'd love to see another TIE Fighter, but I probably right. never will. But with VR, they are doing... There's an expansion to Battlefront for PSVR, which is an X-Wing mission in virtual reality, which I bet you is amazing. <laughs> you have to think so. So, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Maybe Bully? Remember Bully? Oh, yeah. That was fun. That was fun. That was PS2, wasn't it? That was PS2. Man. I forgot all about that game. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. You could end up, like, bullying the headmaster and stuff, too, couldn't you? Like, yep. it was weird. But it wasn't, like, you weren't a bully. You were unifying the school against a bully, ah. but you had to do it by being a bully to kind of get, yeah, it was It was very clever. I, I forgot all about that game. Yeah. Dang. Huh. I hope that answered your question, Troy. Yeah. I mean, we talked for 36 minutes, and not all about it. Not all of it was about injustice. So yeah, that's why we went a little longer, <laughs> just because Dexter. Yeah, 
It happens. Yep. Well, I guess that's it. You, Mr. and Miss Internet, or Mrs. if you're married, are the lifeblood of our podcast, Married to the Internet. We want to answer your questions, or just have a good old chat. Want to talk to us on Twitter? I can be found at David Ron, that's Ron with two N's. Sean is at Sean Cord, that's Sean with a U, and we are at Guys from Podcast. You can email us at guysfrompodcast at gmail.com, Facebook us at The Guys From, or sprint really fast through an imploding building, jump through a sliding bus and roll along the seats, jump into the water and swim furiously towards your destination, wherever that might be, just to make sure you get your topic to us. I'm just trying to process how you run through an imploding building. I don't know. But if it's imploding, you, like, it's... I don't think it's... I know. It's... If you enjoy the guys from podcast, tell anyone you can, any way you can. The best way that we can keep making these is if you guys can tell people so we get more questions to answer and more people listen. We don't have to make up our own questions. Which we haven't admittedly done in a long time, but still... It would be nice. Uh-huh. Also, if you could throw us a rating and a review on iTunes, that would help us in the rankings and help more people find it organically, which would be great. We're available on pretty much anything that has podcasts on it, including podcast. Podcatcher? What's the, what's the thing I need? Pocket Casts. That's the one we're on. Pocket Casts. And Stitcher and Podbean and Blueberry apps and all that sort of stuff. Dave, is there anything you would like to plug? Have you ever wondered what actually happened between that meeting of Elvis and Nixon? If you have, to find out the answer, watch the movie Elvis and Nixon, starring Michael Shannon and Kevin Spacey, respectively. It starts a little slow, but once we get to the White House, it's so fun. And it's written and produced by Carrie Elvis, amongst other people, Mm -hmm. which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, it's certainly not purely factual because nobody knows what happened in that meeting, but it's a fun little, like, maybe this is what it was. And it's pretty great. So if you want to check it out, you should. Sean? On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this snuggly podcast, I also write articles on things like music. That's indie music every Tuesday, throwback tracks every Thursday. I've been writing about gaming, a little bit about movies, The Simpsons we used to do as well, and that's actually been pretty popular even now. And where can I find all that again? www.theguysfrom.com Oh yeah! Head to ihorror.com for all of your horror news interview and review needs, or check out the Instagram for specifically what I am doing, which is mostly memes and breaking news and that sort of stuff. And also, if you haven't seen it yet, we did talk about it briefly, but the new Death Stranding trailer is ridiculously amazing. But also check out the Last of Us 2 trailer. If you're into PlayStation, it is looking like it is going to be a glorious few years going ahead. Cool. Special thanks to the Sweets for our smashing opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. And also, special thanks to Mother Nature for finally bringing some actual winter weather to Calgary. I'm champing at the bit to get on some outdoor rinks, so this is a nice step in the right direction. So thank you, Mother Nature. This has been episode 145 of the Guys From Podcast, the Snowy Podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Taking us out this week is Diatessaron and their song Kite Strings. Remember, you can check them out on diatessaronband.com or their other site, diatessaron.bandcamp.com. Remember, if you have an original song that you would like us to feature at the end of our podcast, send us an MP3 or the download link to your SoundCloud along with any information about your band that you would like us to pass along. We're big fans of the indie community, and we want want to lend our support. Words are really hard today. Our email address is guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. 
Have a great week, everybody. The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by Plaid. Plaid. Why not? Put some on. Do it. (laughs) Dave was taking a drink there. I almost got him. Me and my vessel know I'm old and it's time to go.
Eso 